Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I'm, of course, your host with the most, the podcast mogul, Phil Better. And today I am happy to have the host of A Woman's Soul Restored, Lexia Hendry. Victoria, thank you so much for being a guest today. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, Victoria, I'm sorry about that. I dropped my pen and I'm all over the place. I'm oh, no problem. To have you. Um, Latoya, I, I really want, I have this nice little intro that I set up for you, but I don't like giving an intro with my guests there. I kind of get embarrassed. So could you please introduce yourself to my audience so that they can get to know you like I do? Surely, surely, surely. And thank you again for having me on. My name is Latanya Hendry. I am a well, not new to podcasting, but three years now. I am an ordained minister, um, published author of five books. Um, I have a nonprofit here in Savannah, Georgia for the last 19 years. Social advocate, women's advocate, just I try to get my hands in anything that will keep me busy. And <laughs> I can entrepreneur. Just a lot. Uh, just just a having lot. so many hats. You just got every, yes. got all the plates spinning, don't you? <laughs> I try. I try. Um, I, I want to know. So this is very interesting. I haven't had an ordained minister on my podcast or on any of my podcasts. So this is very interesting to me. I've, I haven't had the chance. So please bear with me. Um, okay. Where did you find the time <laughs> to do all of this? Uh. I had to, thanks to my husband, because when I first started doing everything, I didn't have time for him. And he was like, look, like every day on the calendar was filled with something. And he was like, okay, what about me? And it caused a lot of friction in the marriage, to be honest. So I had to learn how to schedule according to my family time, but still do the things I do and be efficient at it. I see. I see. And so why did you choose to throw on top of all the stuff you have already a podcast? What was your reason of why you wanted to podcast? My why fell in my lap, actually. Uh, my second book I wrote was about a um, issue that I experienced as a child. I was sexually molested by my step-grandfather. But that memory evaded me until 2016. I wrote that book and that book maybe sold at the time, maybe 25 copies on Amazon. So I thought the book was a bust. I was like, why did I put myself out here like this, putting my business and it's not selling? Well, one of those 25 people was a producer from um, a major podcasting network out of Florida. And she reached out to me and asked me, did I think that subject content would do anything? And I was like, well, the book didn't do anything. So I really don't know. I haven't experienced podcasting, really didn't think about it. So she was like, just think about it and let me know what you think. I said, well, since I'm more of a religious person, I will pray on it and see what the Lord tells me. So going in fearful, the Lord told me to go forward, um, just speak what I know. And that's how it came about. I have a passion for women. I have a passion for issues and trauma and the different variances that women go through. Men do too. But it's it seems like we're supposed to keep going and just smile and act like everything's okay. And sometimes it's not okay. And it's okay to say it's not okay. It's okay to say I've went through some stuff and I'm having a bad day. That's what the podcast opens the door for. 
and let women know and men because I have an audience of men as well, 35%. So it's like, yeah, you could go through this stuff, but don't let it bring you down. You have to learn from it. You have to grow. And then in that growth, you help somebody else to get through that. So I bring guests on and I started that midway the first season interviewing people about their stories. And that's when the podcast really took off when people saw that others were going through the struggles that they were maybe not so open about and that it was okay to talk about it, show that you healed from it and help somebody else as well. I love that. I love that. Why? Cause it just, I feel like it encapsulates everything that you, you do. Yes. You're, it's just an an extra extension of who you are helping people in a different way yes. uh, through whatever problems they have. I, I, I love that. Um, when you started this podcast, you obviously went in fearful, like you, you said, but you yes. trusted, trusted the Lord and tr- trusted yes. the process and that, that it's going to be beneficial. And obviously it's paid off. Yes. Um, has there been an episode or maybe a moment in your 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 journey of podcasting that just resonated with like re reaffirm the message that the lord gave you that it was okay to do this and that this is what you should be doing exactly the things that stuck out for me that was most poignant was when i started getting emails in and i get so many a week some weeks i try to read them within the week because i do the podcast to go live on wednesdays so i try to read and get caught up but it's gotten to the point now where i can't keep up but when i started getting emails i was like this is really making a difference it's women out there that actually listens to the format this platform that helps other women And I wish I had something. I'm 55 years old, so I've come a long way. And most of that, I had to struggle and learn things on my own. It wasn't things that I can listen to and books that I could read. You just had to go through it. So I'm glad that I'm able to make a difference and get those emails and see where it's being effective and being able to reach those that some of them even say, I didn't even think I needed to tell anybody. I just thought I could just you know, keep it in, but that just makes it worse. It comes out eventually. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if it comes out over a period of time, it does something to your emotional health, your physical health. You just begin to just, it eats at you. So I show women how it's okay to talk about it. It's not taboo. It's not something that we have to hide. It's not something that we have to feel ashamed about. It's something that we need to talk about so that we can let others know you can get healing from this. You could be okay. You're already okay. You just have to go through that process of finding your okay and finding what's going to make you feel whole again and not even get back to where you were, but in some cases better than you were. So that the emails really, really helped me to see that, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. This is my confirmation from God that this is right. I love that. I love getting getting that feedback live from your audience. And the fact that you you're now overwhelmed with this fan mail in essence, it may not be the typical fan mail that most people, most podcasters get, but you're getting the the fan mail that you deserve that, that resonates with you. And I I love hearing that. Yes. Thank you. Welcome. Um, 
I'm going to go on to a little bit of the, the capitalistic side um, okay. uh, of this thing. With your podcast growing and you're getting this, have you seen a spike in sales in your book? I have, especially that second book. Because <laughs> I have went public about when I saw the numbers starting to go up. And I wanted them to know not only can you talk about it, all of us have a book inside of us. You can write about it because writing is therapeutic. I always was a writer. I would write poetry. I would just write things down and scribble. And just to see that you can get those emotions down, you could type them out or however you choose to get it on paper. It's possible and it's healing. And somebody can actually go and get a physical copy or read that ebook and see that it's okay. This person not only talks about it, but they wrote about it. Wow. So, yeah, I saw the spike when I started talking about each of the books on, on the podcast. I love that. I love seeing that. That's awesome. I, I love seeing that. Like, you started with your, oh, I wrote this second book. It only sold 25 copies. Yes. And then just one of those 25 copies sold was a producer that said, hey, yes. do you want to make a podcast? And you're like, eh. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm really glad I made that podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, doing that, well, that in, in of, uh, of itself is a uh, tip if you have a book start a podcast yes uh but i'm wondering since you've been doing it for about three years you've your your interview based podcast which i love because i'm an interview based podcast so um this tip is mainly for me i'm being selfish which is allowed because it's my podcast right 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 (laughs) (laughs) but i'm wondering do you have a tip for interview based podcasters yes do your research on your guests so that it's not you hearing the information for the first time. Know what they're about, because I do have my guests send me a bio, something that I could really um, see them. But then I also Google. I also, if they have a website, I go on their website. So within that week, on top of everything else I do, I'm trying to research out these guests. So you have to and be invested in their story. I try to treat each person and their story as if it were me and how I would want to be treated. So I don't make people feel overwhelmed. I don't bombard them. I try to get them to open up and just share. And then I ask questions after they've shared. Now, in the beginning, I didn't do it like that. I would just send a format of questions and then they could um, ask. And then if I if something needed to go further or deeper, then I would go further or deeper. But I said it's best just to get the story. And I let them talk straight through. I don't interrupt. And I might, you know, say amen or something. But it's after I've heard the story and I could really feel their passion for what they're doing and what they went through that I start asking questions based on what they shared. And sometimes I'll go by what I re- researched and found out as well, but it's nothing to like startle somebody and say, why did I come on here? So I think it's vital that you be invested in your guests, invest in yourself, I guess. <laughs> I think yeah. it's important that you invest in your guests and let them know that you're not just after a story, but they are important as well. I love that. I really do. It's, it's, it's a, it's a great tip because the more you're invested, the more you, learn about your guests the deeper the questions the better questions you can ask yes and then they can get those like that is a great question i love when i hear a a guest tell me that i just asked a great question um 
I'm wondering with with your podcast being about uh, women's telling their stories of the struggles that they've dealt through with their life. Um, on the other side, you're you're being an ordained minister. Has there been? Have you seen a correlation? Have you seen anything interesting happening there? I have on several occasions, actually. I've interviewed some coaches, but I'm also a coach as well. Mm-hmm. So I've experienced opportunities to, like, even through the emails, if I see somebody that really is struggling and they have not reached that pinnacle yet, I offer my services for free. You know, if I see that that person, now I don't do that all the time, not but so. I really have to feel that this person really needs help. And I know how I felt when I really needed help because I was suicidal at one point. Um, I've been through domestic violence. I've been through a rape where I was left under a house for dead. I was a mother at 16. So I have went through a lot of things in life. And going through those things, I really, most of the time, went through those things alone. I didn't really have anybody. So if I get an email that's really touching and really pulls on my heartstrings and I really know that this person is the end of that email. I don't see where they have been restored, that they are really seeking help. Then I send an email back and I reach out to that person and ask, how can I help them? So yeah, the, the minister part really has correlated with the podcasting because I have to pray before each episode, because some of the stories I hear, if I'm not prayed up, it would do something to me. And I try not to break down when a guest is on. Some of the stories are really heartbreaking, especially if it's younger people and they're talking about their experiences for the first time or somebody that's older that held it in for years and they're in their 60s and they're just coming out with something. So those kind of stories, you have to be strong in order to hear. Are you going to have a podcast where you're sniffing and crying <laughs> with the guests? So they're on there for help and they want you to be strong. So, excuse me, what's okay. It's Sinus's first day of fall. Welcome, fall. <laughs> but you have to be strong yourself and you have to build yourself up in order to hear those stories and in order to be able to help and not fall apart yourself. And you, you are an amazingly strong woman because I don't think I would be able to handle some of those stories. I've I've just been looking at some of the uh, the the episodes that you've had and just some of the uh, the the copy that you've written. Uh, I'm like, yep, nope, not not going to be able to handle that if I was on that episode. Wow. Um, you, so I have to give you uh, my hats off to you, and uh, your strength is undeniable. And obviously, you, like you. you said, you get it from the Lord. So that's that's amazing. Um, I do would I I do want to know since you're a podcaster yourself and you do deal with uh, relatively sometimes some dark topics. Yes. Do, is there a podcast that you listen to that either cheers you up or are you one of those murder mystery type uh, po- uh, listeners? I have gotten into the murder mysteries, but I actually love podcasts that uplift, podcasts that will make me laugh because. Deep down, I am a funny person. I like to make jokes. I like to make people laugh. Sometimes it's too, um, I'm the only person that finds it funny. Those are the <laughs> but, best jokes. Those are the best yeah, jokes. Yes, I, I'll laugh and everybody's looking at me like, Tanya, what's funny? But to me, it's like laughter helped me through a dark period in my life. 
So I listen to podcasts that are more on the comedic side. I'm also a sports nut. I love mm-hmm. football since I've been a teenager. Atlanta Falcons is, you know, it's, it's Make, the Falcons. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. From George. <laughs> but I, I just, I listen to sports podcasts, you know, anything that will keep me informed before the next Sunday. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm kind of out there with various of things. I don't have one in particular, but I, what I do stay away from though, is anything that's demeaning, anything mm-hmm. that's kind of politically based. Um, I don't listen to those because some really go way to the left. And if I feel myself getting emotionally attached in a negative way, I don't want to feel that. So I don't listen to political, um, podcast but anything else i'm open to there we go i love that um Antonio, we're coming to the end of the episode so it comes to my kind of like favorite part of the episode it's the spark question as my audience knows this is a, a game created by yes theory to help spark conversations between strangers so i've gone through it uh the game and picked out the questions that aren't too relevant to podcasters okay. and that and i have the question here i'm going to just quickly ask it to you and i I, I, I just, I, I think this is a great question specifically for you and with what you've gone through, but it, oh, wow. if you're younger, so the question is, if your younger self were to see you now, what is something they wouldn't believe? That I would actually be where I am, that I would actually have written books, that I would actually have, I, I have a home-based business that I've been doing for um, 15 years now, that's very successful, that I would even be in the realm of doing anything like that, because I was told as a child, I would never be anything. I would never do anything. Um, I lost my mother when I was three years old. So my grandmother raised me. Well, grandparents, my grandmother and my step grandfather. And sometimes that household was very um, traumatic. It was not an uplifting household. It was a household that, um, really brought you down and I was not always strong because it did something to me um, to grow up like that. My teenage years were not much better. So if at 16, when I was pregnant and saw no way out and I was with an abusive boyfriend at that time as well, to see myself now, I would have said no way, no way will I make it out of this. No way will even when I was under that house, left for dead, they had to take my baby at seven months because I was stabbed in the stomach. So to go through that and to see myself now, no, I would have never said anything, anything like this. I've been on different shows and I've traveled and I've spoken at not only churches, but open venues and it's just been an honor to see how God can heal you to the point where I don't have to dwell on what I went through. I could talk about it and not break down, but to say, yeah, I, I, I still think about those years, but I don't let that hold me down. I don't get to a point to where I'm sad and depressed, or if I hear somebody else or see somebody else going through the same thing. I'm the last person to judge and say they're not going to make anything with their lives. They're not going to do anything. I try to get in there and help. Even with the nonprofit, the nonprofit is a women's organization. So we have members that we help each other. We are a sisterhood. So it's all about 
yes, we go through things in life, but you have to see yourself later on. You have to know that you can get through whatever it is and it's going to be okay. You just have to go through this process. And sometimes the process is hard, but you're going to make it. You're going to be okay. I just want to end the episode on that. Like, just go end the episode right here because that was just an amazing way. But before we end this episode, uh, Latoya, I'm going to jump off the screen. I'm going to let you have the full screen. Uh, please let my audience know where they can find you, where they can support you, because you're an inspirational podcaster. And uh, awesome. I'm so thankful Thank that you. we were able to connect. So, Latoya, the floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am so honored by this opportunity. Um, actually, I missed it the first time. I don't know what happened, but I had to reschedule because I felt there's something that I really needed to do. And I'm so happy that I did. The A Woman's Soul Restored podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to um, your favorite podcast. Um, it's also on my website is www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net. Um, you can send me an email at a woman soul restored at gmail.com. And I also have a Facebook page, a woman soul restored for the podcast, but it's also to uplift and help others. Um, motivational, so to speak. Um, these are my books. I don't have a copy of the first one, but the first one is Issues of the Male Heart, When His Issues Become Your Issues. Because if we have a male in our lives and they have anything going on with them, that issue is going to become your issue. So I talk about in that book that tumultuous relationship with my daughter's father, the domestic abuse that I went through the first time I tried to commit suicide and just various things that were issues of the males that I were involved with that eventually became my issues. The second book, this is the book that um, did not do well, A Window Without a View. And this book is actually about, like I said earlier, the sexual molestation um, that I remembered in 2016. Uh, it devastated me at that time, but I was strong enough to handle it at that time. And I honestly think if the if I had remembered any earlier, it may have broken me. I may have went through with those suicidal attempts that I had um, tried in the past. So that this is the book that started the podcast, The Window Without a View. It was my life, but I really saw no way out. So I thought this is who I am and what my life is going to be. But I'm here and thankful to say that this, my former does not define who I am now. It's greater and then it's even greater more coming. Um, this is the third book, 13 Principles of Womanship. The fourth book was written during the midst of... Um, COVID-19. No, this one was The Soul of Joy. This one was written when me and my husband were separated. I had to go stay with my sister for a while. And it's just how to get through. And we were in the midst of a pandemic, the onslaught where things were really at a wit's end. So I wrote this book, even though I was going through a lot, I still had my joy. I still had my peace. So I wrote about that in this book. And then this last book, which came out this year in April, when the storm came, God helped us to stand. And this is me and my husband. At this time, when we took this picture, we were in a very bad place. We were on the brink of divorce. We were really not 
in a healthy place in our relationship. But God came in and I always put the blame on him when we were going through stuff. But God showed me that it's two people in the marriage. So it's two people that create the problem. One might be a little more than others, but he came in and healed my marriage to where we almost we've been married 20 years now. We're almost like we're on our honeymoon. Even better. I love my husband and I know he loves me without question. Last year, this time, we were not at that place. So I, the books can be found on Amazon under L.Y. Hendry, author L.Y. Hendry, and also on the website, www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net. I appreciate the support, Phil. I appreciate you letting me come on and share my heart and share about the podcast and is is really growing. And I just, I'm excited about what we're able to do to help women to show them that life goes on after rape, after domestic violence situation, after a miscarriage, whatever your trial or tribulation is, life goes on. As long as we're able to breathe, we're able to begin again. Thank you. Wow. Um, thank you so much again for being a guest. I'm so glad that we were able to reschedule to get you on the show because this is a uh, an amazing conversation and I know this is going to be an amazing episode for my audience to hear because I the females in my audience will definitely want to hear your episode and support you there and speaking of supporting to my audience in the show notes down below will be all the links to support Latoya her sh- podcast her books anywhere you want to find her definitely check out the show notes Latoya I can't thank you enough for coming on oh and, thank uh, you thank you being an amazing guest and again once again my audience Thank you for listening and remember to always invest in yourself.